Mari. Yes. Have you ever thought that um, Bradley Cooper is hot? Okay. The movie opened. <laughs> we watched this week. Mm-hmm. When I saw him as a teacher, <laughs> <laughs> my monkey brain just went hell fucking yeah, bro. <laughs> this is my reaction to the T because I've seen him on like different movies he's done so much TV and like ever like all these projects and like red carpets where he's supposed to be like the hottest person alive and I'm just like I don't get it I don't get it but the second this movie starts and we see him I was talking to these kids as a teacher and dirt the back moment, teacher but still here's the thing the moment he opened his mouth around his friends I was like and it's over <laughs> And it's it's done. <laughs> it's done. It was I had a brief... two minutes that he was mm-hmm. actually interacting. Again, I don't know what it is. It's like men caring about kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seems it's to just... be a weird Achilles heel. <laughs> yeah. Also, like there was like one other point where my monkey brain was a little clouded is when they're in the casino trying to win the eighty thousand yes. dollars and he's dressed in all black. Yes. <laughs> And he goes down the escalators with Zach Kalifinakis. And I'm just like, in, uh, for a second there, I'm also like, <clears throat> I'm getting a glimpse of what the average heterosexual woman probably does. Yeah, I like, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to like make this like a personality trait about myself, but it is one of those things where I'm like, mm, I will never yeah. watch Star is Born, but like, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> That's the thing. Star is Born has like no attraction like I have no desire and I don't care the about amount that, of like, people Cooper. who have like tried to cajole me into watching Star is Born Star is, is born. sky high and I could not give a shit this is this is actually weirdly what I have I think I've talked about this before this is what I have with La La Land I'm yeah. not gonna watch it I watched 20 minutes and found Ryan Gosling so insufferable that I stopped watching it and I'm mm-hmm. never gonna watch the end I'm just not gonna watch it <laughs> yeah I have two, like, I have, like, two kinds of media texts that this happens with. One of them, yeah, is Star is Born, yeah. still. The other one, Handmaid's Tale. Every See, single I've seen the straight Tale. woman I know <laughs> wants to tell me to watch Handmaid's Tale. And it's I'm just like, fine. I don't know. I, like, I'm not, I don't, I'm just not interested. But here's I'm the thing. Not. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, I read the book when I was, when it was still, like, um, you know, when, before it was a show. And it was like, yeah, the book's really good. The book is really good mm-hmm. and explores interesting things. And then the show came out and I was like, now I'm kind of over the whole idea of, you know, the entire idea, like the, the fear of women's bodies being owned in the way that they are in the show. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one of those dystopian things where I'm like out of dystopian futures. That one is like, like, I don't know. I'm not interested in that. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't want to. Like, there's so wanna... many parallels. And, like, it's uncomfortable. And because yeah. that happens to a degree nowadays. Like, it's, exactly. like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm just, I like, I don't want to spend my free time getting depressed about this more That's than I already exactly am. exactly what it is. It's literally just the idea of like, yeah, this is a possibility. But like, hey, th- I like, I have that body that could be controlled in that way. And I don't want that. I don't want to think about yeah, that. Yeah, I, I just don't want to interact. I don't care. I get my feminism like f- from other stuff than like HBO's acclaimed yeah, TV exactly, shows. Exactly. Like there is like, you know, a, a limit of like, I don't know. It's the same thing where it comes to, like, a lot of dystopian texts these days where they're, like, this is also the feeling that I have with um, Black Mirror, 
where it's like technology mm-hmm. takes over and like i'm just like yeah cool we're already living it let's fucking go yeah. like <laughs> i don't want that i i don't like end of the world movies for that reason either yeah like especially when it's ones. climate change related ones i'm yeah. like yeah okay cool we're, people are already dying it's like i just don't want to invent more misery no. into my life exactly like good for you but not, yeah. not this. i should start <laughs> saying to people who try to make me watch the handmaid's tale i should be like well if I watch The Handmaid's Tale, will you watch the Korean psychological <laughs> lesbian thriller The Handmaiden? Handmaiden. <laughs> yeah. Um we, I that that way I could do it. The more people see it, the better. I want to watch <laughs> it, but I'm scared to watch it. I am it is it. it is I know, I know it's a lot and I'm not sure, I th- you know. But it's good. I liked it. It's just it, it's also it does like have it's that the exact little... same thing like it like cause it's the same director as Old Boy right and I have the exact same feeling towards Old Boy maybe yeah yeah it, it it gets graphic and also it's the it's that fun little aspect of a uh, male director writing like excessive lesbian like explicit oh, sex scenes yeah right. The whole just kind blue of, is it's the warmest a blue, color. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But it's like, I, I remember because before I watched this movie, I, I, could, I watched it this summer, I think, because I couldn't bring myself to watch it because of that specific reason. Because I remember being like so thrown off uh-huh. by Blue is the Warmest Color. Yeah. But then I read about it and it seems like they were aware what they were doing at the time. And it seems it chill. Comes... And also it kind of, it works with the text better than it does with Blue is the Warmest Color because it's kind of juxtaposed with this other explicit kind of like sexual imagery that's like cold and bad. Even without the um, whole like lesbian thing. (laughs) Sounds bad. Even without um, like even without like the controversy with the director of Blue is the Warmest Color. I didn't Mm -hmm. even I didn't like the movie that much. Me neither. I just didn't care. I was just like when it comes to like lesbian text like nothing in the entire world will grip me like like the portrait of a lady on fire did nothing yeah for some reason like that for me is just like when it comes to queer cinema that is currently my setup mm-hmm. because i have never experienced like oh i have such a deep love for that movie i love yeah. that movie it's so yeah, good and it's, it's so good directed by a woman about women yeah. falling in love and i'm just mm-hmm. like oh nothing compares Nothing, nothing compares. Anyway, welcome to Swamp It Up, the podcast where we rate every single film known to man against our accepted Shrek cinematic universe, which is Shrek 1 and Shrek 2. Speaking of homoeroticism... Speaking of homoeroticism, um, but that's the thing. I feel like gay, mo- like, like gay movies are usually more like there's something about them that is like they, they people know how to do them well at times. Yeah, there's more good gay texts than there's like lesbian. But stuff. there's also like no. But again, I'm not gonna. But then you have then you have your like call me by your name. I was about to say. Weird 
age different shit which but gets th- but again again we do hold queer things to a higher standard because we, we do them. we do like and we, we shouldn't do. be doing that because we watched the hangover this week there are no standards oh oh yeah <laughs> like i'm like i'm yeah like di- directly in that space but most of the time they're still like leagues better than exactly other stuff. like you know it's it's such a fucking god you know, hangover yeah it's a difficult thing to criticize queer texts when we even mm-hmm. unconsciously hold them to higher standards than we should um anyway uh my name is mari i'm rena and we are your hosts and um, for this week weekend for a billion hundred weeks to come exactly how are you coming to the podcast rena i need to think about this again (laughs) we just recorded (laughs) the sinbad episode from last week um well during that little break that we had um i've moved away from being um fiona lying on the bed waiting for my prince and i'm just a wolf lying on my couch not waiting for anything just hanging out in my tower yeah in my loungewear nice i don't like prince charming is gonna come here i don't i don't want like fuck off i'm having me time mm-hmm. beautiful <laughs> that's me how are you coming to the podcast i don't know i have a cheeky glass of wine because i have to go to my improv show in <laughs> an hour um <laughs> so i um Actually, you know what I'm feeling like? I'm feeling like um, Shrek running away from the dragon because there's time. Yeah. Pre- I feel a oh! time pressure. <laughs> You're running. We're, we're running against time. We're running well, against we will time. be very, very uh, efficient in this episode. Mari, do you want to tell us what movie we watched for this week and how the fucking plot goes? Yes. A little bit of backstory. Um, I was hungover yesterday. You may have heard this in the last episode. Um, and I had to choose a movie to watch for today because we were doing a double uh, recording this week. Um to get ahead of our pro- our schedule that we <laughs> have neglected because of the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, what shall we do? I can't think. And then I went to Netflix and I saw that The Hangover was available. And I was like, what better movie to watch Hungover than The Hangover? Turns out a lot yeah. of movies. A lot of movies are better <laughs> to watch than The Hangover. So we watched The Hangover anyway. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a movie. I'll, I'll explain the plot. There's a bachelor party. It's directed. Say the year and the director. We always Sorry. say the year and the director. Sorry. It's 2009 and it's 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 Todd Phillips, you know. <laughs> it's Joker Boy. It's Joker Boy himself. It's Joker Boy uh, Justice League, right? He's did the Justice No, that was Snyder. That was Zack Snyder. I mm-hmm. always get them mixed up. I lit- No, I don't think Snyder did no, Justice League. Yeah, he did the director's cut of Justice League. That was the whole thing. No. Oh, yeah. I keep thinking Suicide Squad. I know. Yeah, I was Justice thinking League. Suicide Squad too, but I was like, no, it's Justice League. Justice Who did Suicide League, Justice Squad? Yeah. Who did Suicide Squad? No, no James Gunn did the, the Suicide Squad, but I'm not sure who did the first Suicide Squad. The new suicide. one yeah. that's out right now. Yeah, the, the one that just came out was James Gunn. And then the old one was David Iyer. I don't even know who that is. Okay, whatever. Um, no, hold on. I'm I'm in the I'm on the IMDb page. I now want to know who this guy is. You're in the mainframe. I'm in the mainframe. He did nothing I've ever seen. Doesn't matter. Um, okay. So <laughs> anyway, oh sorry, he did Bright Two, which I didn't even know existed. Sorry, it's been announced that there's going to be a Bright Two because the <sighs> first Bright was such a fucking box office it's hit. Six, yeah. Oh Jesus God. Christ, man. Anyway, <sighs> so The Hangover. Bunch mm-hmm. of dudes, including Bradley Cooper, who looks hot as he's a teacher. 
That is a teacher. He, uh, they go to Vegas because of a bachelor party, and they wake up and they don't remember anything. But there's a tiger in the bathroom. There's a baby. There's a, you know, one of the guys got married. They don't remember anything, and they've lost the groom. And then they are like, oh, we gotta go find the groom. And then they go and f- figure out what happened. Turns out that they were spiked with roofies by Zach Galifianakis. Accidentally. Um, accidentally. Um, a whole bunch of shit happened. <laughs> Yeah, they just try. They are trying to backtrack their steps. They're trying different to backtrack clues their... that they come across. Exactly. It turns out, like one of them married a stripper, um, and that's treated with as much grace and decorum as you can imagine, as you could possibly imagine. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole drug thing. I don't really understand that. They got a police with cruiser. Ken... Jong. No, that's not drugs. With Ken Jong, is it? Is no. it? I think it was. Okay. Because they 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 left no, they money. put him in the trunk yeah because he knows where the it doesn't matter it's they, it, they got it that not, Mike mm-hmm. Tyson's there because they stole his tiger as one um, does and then they have to get eighty thousand dollars to to Ken Jong to like you know get, get their friend back the groom the groom and they do that and they don't get well they get the wrong dog. Um, mm-hmm. and then they figure out that actually Doug is up on the rooftop, which is where they started the movie. Yeah. Um, where they I- took him as a prank and then promptly forgot. Yeah. Um, and they did all that. They and make it to the wedding. They made it to the wedding. And that's it. That's the movie. Yeah, that's it. That's the fucking movie. Now you mu- you must be wondering, hey, you guys have done a lot of movies from the 80s. Um, surely this is aged better than movies from the 80s. <laughs> fucking this is this this is aged like like bread like toast it's just milk milk like, aged like milk exactly it is curdled and I, I i chose the movie thinking it would be watchable like surely there's a reason why this was such a big hit when it came yeah. out that it there's a reason that todd phillips other movies that todd phillips went on to do the joke the esteemed joker and actually, when you watch this, it all fucking makes sense when I did the joke. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, we have six categories. The categories are sound, story, character, setting, soundtrack, moral, studio, lore. We each one of them a grade. We did, 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 put them all together. They're divided by six. We get the final grade. And the final grade shows us how close it gets to being as good as Shrek 1 and Shrek 2. And we will jump into story. <clears throat> Journey of sorts. They journey to Las Vegas and they journey into their past for yeah, the they last journey, 12 hours. Yeah, they journey through their memories, try to trace their steps. Somebody the is meant to be marrying someone. Yeah. <laughs> but in in this case, they do end up actually marrying instead of dragon eating the groom. Exactly. Um, I forget that Farquaad just straight up gets killed. In yeah, Farquaad just... And so does Perry Godmother. Stage left. Mm-hmm. Stage left. Um, they have to um, do something before a certain time. So you have to, you know, yeah, time limit. There's a time limit. You have to kiss before midnight. You have to, you know, that like in Shrek Two. Get the groom to the wedding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got a you got a wedding in five hours. How are you going to get mm. there? They escape a monster in a tower. They have a tiger in their tiger. suite, yeah. in the hotel, and in the top room. And they have to first escape it, and then they have to take it back to Mike Tyson's place. Yeah. We actually do have 
like you know a weird love triangle situation where you have um ed helms <laughs> who mm-hmm. was meant to propose to his you know his horrible girlfriend and then it says marries a stripper bitchy girlfriend such a bitchy she controls his entire life god fuck this movie man <laughs> yeah every woman in this movie is like it's such an insane like portrayal of of, you know an entire gender it's so bad it's honestly it's just ugh ugh except for maybe the bride yeah oh i was thinking like heather kinda like everyone else looks down on her but she seems pretty happy with that's what i thought too she was she was having a good time she Mm -hmm. was like this is what i'm doing and i you know that's fine but like the yeah. entire like situation around it, I was like, yeah. okay, yeah. you know, Bad. you're not a lesser person for marrying a stripper. Of course you're not. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and it was kind of played off as a joke that she's an escort, and I was just like, ugh. I mean, yeah. it's 2009, I guess. What fucking ever. <laughs> yeah, great. Your dark timeline. Darkest timeline. Um. Mm-mm-mm. We have kind of like establishing f- friendship or getting to know one another <laughs> as they yeah. go through their journey with Zach Kalifinakis specifically because he's an outsider to the group a donkey if you will <laughs> he is he is um Doug's brother-in-law mm-hmm. and he is a he has he's he's meant to be the really weird guy um and he sure is so mm-hmm. you know he has to he really wants to be friends with everyone but they all think he's a bit of a weirdo which is donkey-like, yeah. but also donkey's likable. Donkey's likable, yes. Alan is not likable on purpose. No. Um, it's weird also, that they didn't try to make him sweeter. Like, a, yeah, like right? have him be the good guy, because we have no good guys in this. We have no good guys. Everyone's awful. Uh, it says here in the Wikipedia that he's like Alan is meant to have ADHD. And I'm just like, I hope that's not the reason. Reason like, why what? he's weird. Yeah, because yeah. that'd be kind of super fun. That would, that'd be fun. That would be a fun twist to have. I don't remember that in the movie, to be fair. Maybe maybe it was said and then I just kind of like zoned out. I don't out. think it was. Yeah, I'm hoping that... Maybe it's in, said in like established in later movies or something. Oh, God, probably. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not going to find out because I'm not going to watch... I don't even know how you, yeah. how you go to a second movie. Like, does this happen again? <laughs> Over two? I pretty, I'm pretty sure, yeah, it's just them getting drunk again. It's just lads getting up to hijinks. It's lads. It's hijinks. It's um, shenanigans. It's it's not like it's, Shrek. It's not like Shrek. It's not. It's somehow, I think it's fine. It's yeah. Whatever. Look, let's create. I think we're getting. We're really, you know, not. We're not getting anywhere with this one. Eighteen. Twenty. I don't know why. 19. Okay. Listen to your heart. Listen to your heart. Characters. Well, Zach Galifianakis is kind of the donkey he of is the, the group. Donkey. And Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Brad no, Pitt. Bradley Bradley Cooper, Cooper. Is the is Shrek. Kind of the Shrek. Yeah. I don't know. Ed Helms is someone. Ed Helms Pussing is Puss in Boots. Kind of, but not really at all. Ken Jong is Fark. Not really, but kinda. I guess his fart cloud. Heather Graham is dragon. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know what it is? This is the, like, we've watched a lot of movies in general. Yeah. I don't remember doing a movie on this podcast that makes me this just genuinely uncomfortable. Like, it genuinely just, like, not even, like, cringy. I was just like, no. It was just. Rough night was a bad movie but it wasn't, there wasn't uncomfortable. anything inherently comfortable or like like that kind of bad it was just not well built it was movie. just yeah it was but a this bad is movie just like this is just like this is just like you know you don't want to in this movie you don't want to know what happens next because you can only imagine it's somehow worse than what you're currently watching exactly. which is already bad and like half the jokes are based off of masculinity and like not to like you know, this is like basic you know media analysis 101 but like half of this shit was just people being like hi you're so gay that's the joke that's the joke that's literally the joke you're at that point like i'm at that point where i can't process that as anything anymore if that hits me it kind of just hits me in the face and it falls flat on the floor i'm just like i'm just like oh i'm so far past this now like going back to the movie that made millions and that did so well we have to like actually watch this and be like hey this is how people like talk this is yeah. how people are and interact with each other. Like, and make this jokes is a about grim glimpse into, like, some people's, like, Gen- Genuine life. psyche. Yeah. And I keep yeah. forgetting that because this was a hit. And it's not like, you know, there's movies where we've, like, you know, been like, aha, like, it's, you know, it's not aged well. Or, like, it's, like, you know, we have different politics than the main characters in the movie. Like, you know, I'm thinking of stuff like, you know, Die Hard and... Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I was about to say Goodfellas. Po- <laughs> I'd argue the politics good of Goodfellas. Is perfect. <laughs> Goodfellas is perfect. Goodfellas it, is perfect. It's aged like fine wine. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with Goodfellas, actually. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of movies where you watch them and you're like, I can see past the fact that this is yeah, how they talk back of- then, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really, it doesn't really bother me. It doesn't bother me, usually. Yeah. But for some reason with this one, I was like, no, nah, I yeah. can't do it. I can't do it. It was, yeah, it just didn't seem worth engaging with it did it was not worth the 99 minutes that it takes to get through this movie and it's one of those things where like honestly i've just not had that in a while where i'm just sitting there and i'm like oh no this is i just texted you twice with no context yeah like this is just not funny it's genuinely just not funny i remember when it first came out i i was i think i like i I was like ha 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 yeah people are drunk and that was the part of it. Yeah. And Same. this time I was like genuinely like first of all just like didn't engage with it at all and didn't find like I think I, yeah I was like once I can't even remember the bit anymore but I think like it got me like hmm, once because I was like yeah. okay that was unexpected yeah. but yeah. I was genuinely also so stressed out about the way that like money <laughs> like just the way they wreck so much shit yeah and it just it just the privilege oozes in like a way where it's like the movie doesn't try to make it a point that these men can afford it well it was it's weird just, too like, they're just glad was to be a teacher dudes. you don't make any money it, as a exactly <laughs> so like it there's some something boy, super sure. callous about yeah. the way they interact with the world around them apart from like distasteful jokes yeah but just the general attitude towards like money and property and like that's the thing it felt people and everything it's just nasty. yeah that's exactly it it's kind of like a glimpse you hear about people like you know wrecking shit and then not being remorseful about that 
and mm-hmm. like being unempathetic like it ha- like you hear about that and you're like what kind of people are those and it's people who watch the hangover apparently because yeah it also- acts like such a normal thing everything about this it's like it's, yeah it is a weird alternate universe where i'm just like i can't i i have i have too much empathy to be able mm-hmm. to deal with these things happening right now and they get rewarded at the end yeah the groom gets married ed yeah. helms gets to break up with, with his, with, awful with his girlfriend. girlfriend they find out that they have actually still have eighty thousand dollars so none yeah. of the monetary issues have That's anything and bradley cooper's wife machina. is lovely he has his son and they have a loving relationship where I he d- just has this like absolute dirtbag persona outside I want a movie about Bradley Cooper being the teacher and the husband. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I just want that. I want, like, you know, just some kind of, you know, he helps some school kid study for his, you know, final exams or whatever. And finds his humanity through that. Wouldn't that be great? He's still a douchebag outside, but then he learns to, like, become a good person. The Shrek pipeline, if you will. <laughs> yeah. This movie needs to be Shrekified, so yeah. it would be watchable and enjoyable. Jeffrey Tambor being, like, weirdly okay about the whole, like, what stays in Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> when his daughter is about to get married to this man, I'm just like... That I was like the that first parents moment. don't have a say in what their kids do with their lives and who they marry, yeah. as it should be. But I'm also like, th- there's, like... A little, like, nice middle ground. Well, this is the thing. That's the first time I texted you was when um, Jeffrey Tambor says, what what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, except for herpes, that stays with you. I was like, that's not, that's not, that's barely a joke. This is so lazy. It's not, like, that's the thing. It's lazy. It's a lazy, it's lazy Mm -hmm. lazy comedy in the same way where people are like, oh, you know, it's the exact kind of comedy where people, if you complain about it to people who like it, they'll be like, oh, you're just so easily offended. And I'm like, no, these are jokes that are easy to make. And yeah. I-, I could do it too. I don't mm-hmm. want to, though, because there's funnier shit out there. <laughs> Watch three episodes of Family Guy and you have this movie. Yeah, that's literally it. And it's just like, it's just not worth it. It's mm-hmm. not good. And you can do better, <laughs> Todd Phillips. No, you can't, there you are can't shit do better. I've seen Joker. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There are shit comedies that are shit, but they are still way more entertaining because there has been like, there's some, They've tried. I don't know. There's some sort of humanity included in the text. I would honest to God say, and this is going to be a controversial thing, Rough Night is more, uh, is worth your time more than this. I would watch Rough if I had to choose. I'd have to watch like right Rough now, Night. which one I would w- rather watch. I'd watch Rough Night. Yeah. You know what? None of these characters are in Shrek. Fuck them. I'm grading them. zero. Zero. <laughs> We're gonna see if we can get something lower than Rough Night. Okay, setting. To be fair, the setting lends itself to what it is because it's Vegas yeah. and it's mm-hmm. rich, rich, rich nonsense in Vegas, and that's yeah. all it is. Yeah, it's it's, it's a fairy tale kind of... Vegas for the rich people that they can afford it. There's no ca- for, like there's for really some no Bradley consequences. There. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. not a single consequence. They don't get properly punished for a single thing in this movie. No, they even get Scott like essentially they just get released yeah. from like jail. Mm-hmm. Even that fucking scene with the fucking stun guns. Oh! Jesus Christ. You that was also like one of those like oh that's like you know that's like some wild you know it, non-criticism it's inter- yeah it's interesting that you think that this is funny yeah 
also the entire concept like you can you can get you can not be arrested if you get let yourself get tased by the police yeah (laughs) also the one like i kept thinking like i was concerned for the father's car the entire time because it was seen as like precious possession yeah it was like it first escaped scot-free from their night and everything and then they like absolutely wreck it beyond recognition and nothing comes out of it Be- and the entire movie is like pivoting around the idea that this car is the one thing they have to keep safe and well yeah like it's yeah. a very imp- it's it is it is emphasized so often that this car mm-hmm. needs to be okay by the time they get back to LA and it's very much not no and I don't think Jeffrey Tambor even like mentions it I don't remember it I genuinely don't remember it because I kept trying to look for it. Yeah. So, but yeah. There's no payoff. There's planting and then there's no payoff. That's the entire movie. Yeah. It's just events happening. Yeah. But the Las Vegas setting is kind of what we have in Shrek 2. Yes, exactly. Of the, like, surface level American excessiveness. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so I guess and it lends itself to... a country to... that runs on its own logic, which is like Las Vegas, you know. Its own gambling logic. and stuff. You know, the the privilege of them jumps out. And it shows yeah. in the setting. Okay, mm-hmm. that's great. I guess that's a higher grade. I think that's like a 40. Yeah. yeah, let's go 40. Soundtrack. Okay, the soundtrack was bagging. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But every it's... time the songs start playing, I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> It, it's the only thing that made it watchable because that kind of like directed you not even for like whatever happened behind the song. Yeah. But it was just like, yeah. There was no feeling behind the music that was playing. It was more just like, it's uh, Vegas. So we're going to play, you know, like Flo Rida and Kanye West. Yeah. But I was vibing to the songs. But that's because they were good, good songs, music. not because it was a good movie. Yeah. they th- These songs were made for this movie. Yeah. They exist outside of it. So exactly. we derived the joy from the outside context. Exactly. Not, not the inside. It, it didn't serve the movie in any way, except for mm-hmm. the fact that they were like, it's partying it up in Vegas. Yeah. Even though it was barely even that. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speeding say, through this, honestly. I like it's just I don't. It's just it's the thing is I don't fucking care. I don't care either. I don't care about this. This movie, movie doesn't deserve us caring. Exactly. So I'm going to give the soundtrack a ten. I'll give it twelve. Cool. It's an eleven. <sighs> the moral of the story. <laughs> you can do whatever you want if you're rich and white. And a guy. And a guy. That's... Yeah, it's specifically Matt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that, that has to be added to it. I feel like we couldn't get away with just the same, <laughs> the same no, thing. No, 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 no. Like, specifically, like, in this movie, like, the context they treat women, even if they are rich, oh. is still, like, I feel like the bride is getting, like, swindled into this marriage. Honest to God, it feels like, you know, what's in it for you, girl? Because it doesn't feel like uh, there's a lot. I do not understand how they like this i don't know if it's an actual thing or if it's just again something that the media portrays but i do not understand the concept of having like hindus and like bachelor parties like th- the general? night or two no oh, the right. night or two before the wedding no that, sounds that like makes awful no idea. sense 
Like, that, you know what I keep thinking? Every time I see that, especially if it's the night before the wedding, I keep thinking, like, you don't want to be hungover at your wedding. Like, you exactly. Don't. Like, even a day before, I'm like, okay, that's still, like, I'd still rather but have But you need to have your, but this is it. Maybe you don't need, like, no, you fucking want to, like, prepare. And usually, like, the closer you get to the wedding, the more stuff there is to do. Yeah. That's how events work. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, I don't get it. Like, in here, it's, like, week two, three before the wedding. And I'm, like, that is, like, comfortable time span for me. I also fucking hate the whole thing with bachelor parties and when Hindus when they're, like, oh, this is your last night of freedom. And I'm just, like, yeah, you're still in a off. fucking relationship, bro. Fuck off. Like, <laughs> exactly. changes except, like, your tax benefits or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's... You have a piece of paper being like, hey, you're married now. That's it. Like, that's it. <laughs> it's just me going off on marriage in general. I'm no, just like, but, 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 like yeah. oh, you, mm-hmm. but like Bachelor, like it doesn't, it doesn't, it's, ugh. <laughs> it's, there isn't, it, it's, it's straight nonsense. Mm-hmm. As in it's straight nonsense. nonsense. And yeah. it's also just straight nonsense. It is straight up nonsense. Straight up and straight nonsense. Yeah. Cheers to that, brother. Uh, the moral um, is whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And, um, you know, if you have disregard to anyone in your entire life, that's fine. You'll still get rewarded and you'll still get married. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Zero. 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 Shrek has, has integrity. Integrity. They grow as characters. They learn to, like, empathize and, like, think of others and, like, accept themselves and become kinder towards the world around them and find closeness. And for this moment... That's what this movie does. Exactly. Okay, studio lore. Okay, do you want to hear the worst thing I've heard? This is based Mm -hmm. off of real events. Oh, by the writer. <laughs> of course. Or the writer is it the writer? Uh, no, the producer. Producer and friend of executive producer. Um, if, like, honest to God, if like this is a nepotism thing. Like they heard mm-hmm. this insane story from this one guy. They were like, we're gonna make a movie out of it. It's a group of guys that you never want to meet in real life. Yeah, Ever. I yeah. I Everyone who worked in this away movie. Stay from me. <laughs> like I'm sorry. No, that's not true. I I actually do really like Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> I, I, I think he's wonderful. But, like, more just, like, um, if if I were around these producers, I'd immediately feel just, like, yeah. fear. <laughs> just straight up Darren headlights. Yeah, I just... What I, the like, fuck? Can you imagine, like, the rank just vibes you get if you enter into, like, a conference room and these guys are against you? Oh, I would leave. I'd be like, this yeah. is... I'm not gonna let myself be <laughs> alone Mm-mm. with men like this. No. Honest to God. Also, I can't imagine. You know what the th- I think when I read this is based off of true events because of a producer's producer friend? These mm-hmm. Hollywood, like, you know, fuck nuts were sitting around in a bar laughing about everything that happened to them. You know, <gasps> being like, listen to this yeah. story. Isn't it so wild? And I was mm-hmm. just, you know, I can imagine like a group of like girls sitting in the corner there being like, oh, these guys sound like the absolute worst. <laughs> Yeah, the poor bride. The poor bride. Honestly, I'm just like this. I hope they're divorced. I'm gonna see if they, I'm gonna see if they're still married. Do sleuthing. Personal life. Oh, he doesn't have a personal life section. Ah, his name is also called Trip Finson, which sounds like a dickhead name. 
I'm good. I'm coming for this guy. I'm just like, I don't. <laughs> this is our personal crusade. <laughs> Fuck this guy. He did Baywatch, San Andreas, all these kind of like nothing movies. Ugh, nah. Um, yeah. So Ed Helms, Zach, and Bradley were all casual. Like they were f- kind of, kind of friends before mm-hmm. the film. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what helped the three of them get cast as like. Oh in the film. yeah, yeah. Um, and apparently they uh became good friends afterwards. Well, good that there's something that came out of this movie. Here's my favorite thing. Lindsay okay. Lohan was offered the role of Jade, who is the stripper. Mm-hmm. Um, but she turned it down saying the script had no potential. And I'm just like, oh, hell yeah, you, Lindsay. Lindsay. You, you did what you, you dodged a fucking bullet in that. Yeah. I, I yeah. I mean, ugh, that, that, what, what a statement. You're right. Yeah. And it <laughs> doesn't have potential, but it's still one of the biggest movie that, movies that there is. Mm-hmm. Um. Good for her. Yeah. Uh. I'm just having like a quick look. Oh yeah, apparently they did this on 15 days. Okay, I can, I can, I believe that. Yeah, I believe that. Oh, I'm here. I'm here going through the Wikipedia too. Um, Ed Helms's missing tooth was not created by prosthetics or visual effects, but it's naturally occurring. No, he he never had an adult in incisor oh. incisor grow. So hey, I had have the an same implant. thing. I have the exact same thing, except for that my tooth, like they 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 put everything in a row so that you don't see that I'm missing a tooth. So yeah, it's I don't like have a an ad, together. Ad, I'm basically Ed Helms. You're basically Ed Helms. Um. So apparently, oh, two of them, oh okay. Two of, no, you say yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm just reading. So there's a scene. Um, where they go into an elevator and there's a guy going down on a girl and they kind of like pretend it didn't happen and it's then never addressed ever again. That's mm-hmm. apparently Todd Phillips. Of course he is. Right. And okay. he really didn't want the film to be in the final, the, that shot to be in the final film because he thought it was really, um, he was really embarrassed by it. <laughs> and then they still put it in the movie. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, if you just don't do it to start with, you don't it doesn't yeah. get in a film, you idiot. And I'm also just like, it it was a very stupid like yeah. moment because it's never addressed again. Um, but I guess um, good Easter egg if you know what Todd Phillips looks like, which like I couldn't I couldn't bring that man to mind. But that's just because every director of these kinds of movies looks the same to me. Yeah. Oh, pff. yeah. Couldn't tell them apart. I'm just like this is this is studio lore, sure. Like, let's find a way to tie this to Shrek. But two of the oh yeah, Shrek, main cast, <laughs> two of the main cast from this movie, Ed Helms and Zach Galifianakis, have both worked with Scott Ackerman on two separate projects for Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm good that they have that going on for their lives. I'm glad they're also doing some um, quality yeah. comedy on the side. They got, yeah, they got to, like, they, they were released from this movie and then they made something actually funny. Yeah. So the entire movie was a financial success and it made, it was, like, really high grossing. It made, like, triple or quadruple or a lot more than the initial thing. Yeah. So, you know, it, um, it did really well and created a whole franchise after that. <sighs> yeah, we have sequels and sequels. Unfortunately. Uh, people thought it was really funny at the time. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I bought in. I saw this movie so did and I. I bought into it. Yeah, so did I. Um, you know what the thing is? I remember I was talking to you about this um, recently where I wanted to do a movie for the podcast where it's like an old like bro movie a la American Pie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like see how it's aged and I feel like I've accidentally gotten that it's a little later than that period but it's but still the same concept the air yeah yeah though I'm still just kind of like I feel like the American Pie would have been same. more interesting than this <laughs> probably um, apparently uh, this movie also uh, caused like um, like a whole bunch of uh, traffic for people going to Las Vegas for bachelor parties um, and people would quote the movie lines to the stuff. No. <laughs> oh, I feel so bad for these poor people. Yeah. They're just trying to do their job. Yeah. It sounds like I've, when I heard that, like when I read that, I was like, not nah, absolutely not. Um, there's also a um, there's not a uh, like a video game, but there is mm-hmm. a board game. Oh, my God. Of based course. off of Clue. Let's- but then the hangover version where you have to find your missing friend yeah so you know there's stuff here Mm -hmm. sure (sighs) what is ed helps in shrek he would be like the one person who could potentially be in shrek i was surprised there wasn't more shrek crossover honestly yeah i don't think there's anyone i think this is is later though to be fair i don't think ed helps is shrek no, he's not on Shrek. He started doing hmm. film in 2004. He's like, oh, you know, he, he's in a he's in a post right. Shrek. He's a, in yeah. a post, you know, 2001 world. That that's it. That's it. It feels like it should have this movie should have come earlier. Yeah, just purely based on what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and but how unfortunately, it is. but no, it's 2009. Yeah. Um, do you want to give it a grade? Yeah, it's not spite, but it's got sequels. Um, board game big name. financial not, not success. really big name actors actually they they became big names after yeah this movie. well bradley cooper was um, big 30 was, yeah 40 actually i'm not sure when bradley cooper got big i'm pretty sure he got famous from this movie i'm gonna have a look at his um we were talking about his movie career recently on the podcast as well Mm-hmm. oh yeah 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 he wasn't really much of anything so we don't have the na- big name appeal. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, he was. Well, he wasn't that. He's just not that into you. Yeah. But that's that's. He was. And I he, think he's in Sex and the City, but he's been like, those are like small roles. Yeah. He wasn't like Bradley Cooper of Hangover fame. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, 35 for the sealer. Yeah, that's it. I'm going to tally up the grades and you're going to tell us what we're watching next week. Okay, so you would describe um, The Hangover as a um, crime comedy film, right? Crime comedy film? Crime, crime, crime comedy drama, okay. right? It adds all those, like... Okay. I think I think it does. Crime, crime comedy d- drama, but the comedy's a little questionable. But, like, some people say it's there. So I decided that we should watch a crime comedy drama... T- that was made 10 years later with essentially all female cast and see how it um compares can i can i guess um 
yeah, I'm just going to say it came out in 2019 and it's directed by Lorene Scafaria. Okay, is it Ocean's 8? No. Okay, then I don't know. <laughs> it's a movie that has Jennifer Lopez as a lead. Uh, Hustlers? Yes. Ah, I love Hustlers. Oh, I, I haven't, haven't seen Hustlers. You haven't seen it? I saw it in the Mm-mm. cinema. It was really good. Oh, I'm excited to so, watch that. Yeah. I, I, I think like we have to balance the energies with this film that's out a perfect immediately. Movie. Yeah, that's a yeah. perfect movie to balance this out with because it's going to be like a breath of fresh air. It's a mm-hmm. really good movie. I'm a big fan of Hustlers. Okay. Um, so unfortunately, Rough Night is still the lowest ranking movie on Swamp It Up, oh. which is very upsetting. Um, Tragic. Because this is actually, this even got higher than Avatar the oh, first my- time around. Uh, the oh. Hangover got 17 and a half, which puts it half a point above the first time we watched Avatar. Again, mm-hmm. Avatar from Blue People, not Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't feel fully comfortable with this, but that this is how the algorithm spoke this time, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what? C'est la vie. C'est la vie. <laughs> We get to wash our palettes with Hustlers next yeah. week. So all is well. We can forget that this ever existed. Yeah. God, I, you know, I genuinely, again, when this is one of those moments where I was like, this can't be that bad. This will be a funny watch. And mm-hmm. it's not. It's not. It's not. I'm mad. I'm mad that this movie did well. I'm genuinely we came at this with point. open hearts. Yeah. And I know that like, you know, media criticism is subjective, but this is genuinely garbage. Yeah. <laughs> There's stuff to be said about, like, you know, being like, oh, like, I don't holding know what I'm things to high, like, as we started at the beginning of the movie, where, we, where we're like, you know, we hold certain movies to higher standards because we want them to reflect mm-hmm. our own values and they want them to be close to our own values. This doesn't even fucking try to be close to anyone's no. values. <laughs> no, value less. Yeah. Oh god, I need to. I need to go watch my Korean romance drama so I can get out of this funk. I need to go um, perform improv. <laughs> try, to, try to improv like they improv in this movie. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll like be like, hey, women, are they people? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I don't think so. Exactly. Uh, see you guys next okay. week. Um, yeah. If you enjoy us, uh, we are on Engage. Twitter and Instagram under Swamp It Up. Um, yeah. You can follow us on Spotify, uh, rate us on iTunes. And if you do, we'll yeah, do appreciate it. it. We'll shout yeah, you out cool. if you review us on iTunes. Though we've never checked if anyone's reviewed on yeah. us on iTunes. <laughs> I've never gone there. <laughs> we'll have one episode where we actually review, yeah. like check the reviews. Anyway, okay. um, yeah. um, thank see you. you next week. See bye. You. bye.